Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to an episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. I have been hunting far and wide to find the perfect person to be on our show to talk about how you can leverage public relations in your local market to help you get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. And I bet that you're already like, but Desiree, what does PR have to do with social media and online marketing? Well, let me tell you, we're going to go over that without any hesitations or problems today. We're going to be talking with Monty Jefferson. She is a public relations professional, entrepreneur, accidental app creator, and a proud military spouse. She is the owner of DTH Public Relations, a virtual PR and social media agency she has had for the past three years. Her agency specializes in creating public relations strategies, social media visibility, pitching, or launching products and services. She's passionate about collaborating with clients to help build their brand while reaching their key PR goals and streamlining their vision to generate results and exceed their goals. She is a proud Air Force wife who has been married for 20 years to her best friend Roy, has three brilliant children that keep her on her toes. Lonnie is a fiery Latina, huge life lover, spin addict, and gets it all done with coffee, wine, and a few colorful words. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Lonnie. Thank you for having me, Desiree. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So do you, um, I mean, public relations, people get really hung up on PR. They don't know if they need it. They don't know if they want it. They get all, you know, anxious about, you know, having to be on TV or radio or not, you know, everyone's like, is print media dead? You know, how, how does this all get started, this, this PR journey? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of small businesses, PR public relations is really known big for like celebrities and corporate companies. And people are thinking, well, if I'm a small business or an entrepreneur, I really don't need PR. But the matter of the fact is, like you and I both know, social media is where it's at. So you have to be showcasing and implementing PR and strategy into your everyday you know, I've talked to so many people. They're like, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm not, you know, I don't have a corporate company. So why do I need PR? And I like to also tell people, you're already doing your own PR. You just don't realize you're doing it every single day. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I talk to so many small businesses. They really just think as long as you have the marketing in the print, you're good to go. Um, where a lot of people don't think of the exposure, which is a lot of what PR is and the, like you mentioned, getting the media placement and things like that. I don't think print media is dead. I think it's, it's actually on the, like the third tier of what I like to think of this whole PR thing. The bottom is your own backyard. The second is like pitching to podcasting and being on other people's in front of other people's audiences. The next one is print. And the third one is TV. That's just the way I like to, kind of see the model and explain to my clients that, hey, you have an amazing product or service, but it might not be on TV tomorrow. You know, you have to start in your own backyard. So, yeah. Perfect. Well, that's I, I love that tier model. That's a great idea or a great uh, visual for layering how, you know, a great way to look at how you can use PR. 
So why, I guess first, why do, why do we need PR? Like why do local businesses need to leverage PR? You know, the, the honest, the truth is because there's so many business out there and we have so many people selling stuff. You need PR to get your name out there without necessarily paying for marketing and advertisement. So when you're a small business, you are either bootstrapping your business or you don't have a whole lot of funds to spend on, you know, huge marketing advertisement, you know, so a lot of the times, a lot of the PR is, is just by building brand trust and recognition, which is free. And that's mostly the difference of it, but most, mostly that's the PR that the way I like to explain it to small businesses, just because most businesses, like I said, they like to have PR and they want to pay for marketing, but they don't realize just building that brand trust and recognition in a free way is taking care of all your PR as it is. I think also one of the really great benefits about PR is sort of that local credibility. There's something about seeing somebody like in print or on TV that makes you, I think, trust them a little bit more than just doing a quick Google search because you have so many people that still watch other forms of media, whether it's TV or other, other like news sources, websites and things like that. So I feel like by having that extra credibility, it makes people Mm -hmm. sort of believe like, well, if the news finds them credible, I should be able to believe and trust them too. I mean, I do, I do think that that's true to an extent, but I think we all can have that in our own realm. So if you think of your business as your own big corporate company, you're doing your own PR, you're setting yourself up as an expert. You're being seen by people that are locally either following you or buying your product or service. And by just really honing in on that, it builds that trust and credibility. But I will say showing up is is over 75% of the battle, I think. You know, like when you have a business, you have to show up. You know, you just can't constantly be selling products and services to people. They have to see what you're doing as well to um, want to build that product, to use your product or service. On top of that, the local credibility, like you, <clears throat> like you mentioned, if they do see you in print, if they do hear you on a podcast, yeah, it's like, well, you know, there's, there's something there. Somebody is talking about their product or service and, you know, this is something that I want to tap into, get more information on, or even reach out to that person that, you know, has that specialty or that skill set to hire them or work them or purchase your product or service. Awesome. So how do we get started? Like what is, what's step one on like a PR plan? Oh gosh, I'm glad you asked that. And I know that you talk about this a lot. Um, one of them is networking, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, you start a business, you're a small business. We don't have a whole bunch of money, right? So you need to get your name out there. How are you going to get your name out there without borrowing like a huge marquee for $50,000, right? Saying you're the best company in your, your niche. So you get out there and you start networking, networking in person, as well as online. For me, a lot of my uh, networking has been done online. <laughs> really being intentional about where I'm showing up in different groups and figuring out how to offer my expertise and um, to talk about my product and service without being like a selly, selly. You know what I mean? Just offering advice. If I have a product 
that could help you. Answering a question without saying, go buy, you know, this, you could talk about a way a product could help you or service you. So yeah, networking is a, is a big thing. I tell all my clients that all anybody who has a small business, because you have to be the face of your brand. If you're not, it's hard to build that brand evangelism that builds the trust along the way that, that builds that client trust and bringing them in to continue to talk about your product. So then what? <laughs> Let's just walk through this process for, for these guys who are listening. Okay. So, <clears throat> all right. So on social media, that means your social media page, your Facebook page needs to be talk about your business. And then when you plug into these different networking communities online to, you know, figure out which ones work for you. Um, and then locally I joined like the chamber of commerce I joined like women to women's groups, entrepreneur groups, business, local business groups, referral groups, and, you know, really start learning how to network, work on your elevator speech, work on passing out your cards, asking takeaways and setting up, you know, inter- not interviews, but, you know, online phone calls and conversations, coffee chats, things like that. So by doing that local networking, how does that help me get my face or voice in front of people from a TV perspective, a print perspective, that kind of stuff? Well, a lot of the times the, like the chamber of commerce, any of these business groups are all kind of linked together. And a lot of the, you know, media companies have people that go to these groups because they're also building their PR. So even though they're radio shows or TV shows, they're showing up there because they want the continued support and they want to know what's going on in the community with different businesses so they can either sponsor them or can be referred, you know, to them. Um, so showing up, talking to them, um, I think those are very beneficial. You have to really be intentional about joining those groups and being the face and talking about your product or service. Okay. So... Do you think at this point it's important to maybe after I've networked and I found people to be part of and connect with and stuff, do I need to write a press release to give to these people? Um, do I ask to, if anyone knows anyone that's like a producer for a show they want to be on or um, is a writer for a magazine or publication I want to be in? Or is there something else I should do well, before that step? Well, I think... Before you start pitching, because now we're talking about pitching. I love pitching, by the way. But yeah, before you do that, you need to make sure that they have all their social media on point. So what's going to happen is when you pitch yourself to anybody to be in media, to be in print, they're going to go and research you, figure out what you have going on, because it's a double, it's double exposure. So although you're going to be seen on their platform, they want to make sure that they're going to be seen on your platform as well. But if you want to write for somebody, pitch your idea to a show or anything like that, I definitely would say always have a press release, whether it's talking about launching your product or service, just at least have something to include in your pitch officially. It's not needed all the time, but I do suggest having at least one with like your official launch about what you do, who you are, that type of thing. Um, If you're pitching Always make sure you're aligning yourself with the right brands. I think that's super important because 
we can be pitching to a uh, different print, but if it doesn't align with our brand, there's no use in pitching if, if it doesn't match with their audience. You know what I mean? So make sure that you've done your research, find out what their brand's about before you speak with them. Um, a lot of times before I go to these events, I do try to figure out who do I need to speak to at this event? Who do I want to align myself with? What audience is a good fit for me and what audience do I want to get in front of? Research that brand or that person that's going to be there and make sure that you're knowledgeable about what they do. So when you speak with them, you can say, hey, this is what I do and this is why it's a good fit. I'd really love to send over a writing sample or can I email you, you know, an email suggesting what I could talk about, include your media kit or can I send you my media kit, that type of thing. Okay, perfect. So you had mentioned an interesting word that maybe our our audience doesn't know. You said media kit. What is media? Oh, oh gosh. It's, you know, I like to call it a brag sheet. Um, It's basically what, who you are, who you service, what your services are, what you do, um, and your message all on a one sheet. And it's just a pretty one or two, mine's two sheets. Um, some are one sheets. They could be a speaker kit as well. It showcases and highlights you and your business, your brand, and it gives them an idea of how they can work with you without them even having to research. And I, what I mean by them is anybody that you're pitching so they can, you'll get it in an email, they open it up and they know that, bam, you taught, you are, you have a social media company, you have a podcast. This is how you start your business. How I can get a cold of you. This is the these are the things that you do. This is where you put feature services, your offer, all of that information in one place. So you have to think about it this way: these um, media companies are getting pitched hundreds times a day. So the simpler you can make it for them to have a one cheater and see if you're a good fit for them, the better. Instead of them having to go research where you are, what you do, where your website is, all of that. It's on one pretty sheet. Nice. So I found my network. I have my media kit. Do you have any tips about when to pitch and how to pitch? Yes. So the one was making sure all your social media is on point. Then the second one is to make sure that you do your research. You find out about it you do not do mass pitching. You really sit down and you strategize, who do I want to pitch and why? Make sure it aligns with your brand. The other thing you want to do is make sure that when you email, you have offerings. So don't just email and say, hey, I'd like to be on your, your podcast. Please, you know, visit my website. Let me know if you're interested. That is going to go right into the trash can. What you want to do is you want to make sure you have specific offerings. Like, I really like to come on and talk about X, Y, and Z. I can come on and do a feature about X, Y, and Z. I can interview about X, Y, and Z. It needs to be very specific. So you're taking all the work out for whoever you're pitching. So you've already done your research. You've included your media kit, your offerings in your email. And now they just have to figure out a time that's a good fit to have you either write for them or come on a podcast or be interviewed. I think also it's important when you're doing your research to get those pitches is find subjects that are, so let's say that there's some 
something some celebrity did or something that's been happening a lot in the media or something that's been happening a lot in your area, if it is relevant to what your brand mission is or what you're talking about, definitely find a way to tie your pitch into that topical thing. Cause I feel like local media specifically when it comes to like television is much, much more likely to pick you up if they can make a topical or a, sorry, a trending topic on their news. Cause they're always looking for a variety of experts and, and new faces to have on for those things. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. You hit the nail on the head with that. Very, very true. Perfect. Okay. So now I have found someone's publication to be on. Let's talk about the difference between how to present yourself for the different kinds of medium. So we have TV, we have print, and then let's just say like um, a podcast or like a video collaboration with a, like a YouTuber. So like on those different platforms, how does someone show up for those three, those three different platforms? You mean to the actual day of recording or whatever you mean? Yeah, like so after. It's, it's happening. My interview is going on. What's, what do we, what do we do now? Oh gosh, you need to, of course, research, <laughs> make sure that you've researched what, where you're going to be at, what you're doing, who you're going to be speaking with. Always ask if they have questions ahead of time. A lot of places do have the pre-interview questions ahead of time or the layout of what they're going to be talking about. And um, that's always something to keep in mind. Make sure you have the right topic. Um, you don't want to show up and have in your mind what you're think you're talking about. And then when you show up, they're talking about something totally different, you know, just shoot them an email and say, Hey, I'm really excited about coming in. Um, do you guys have anything you need from me on my end? So you can make sure you have it to them and then ask them, do you have questions you're going to be asking already ahead of time? To me, that's the most important prep, the most important prep. Okay. So, and I also, and I have some tips to someone who's on TV and worked in TV is just try and relax. It's not, oh yeah. <laughs> I know that you're your biggest critic when it comes to live TV or pre-recorded segments. Not not to sound like weird. You can look at it in two different perspectives. Like one, yes, it's important to put your best foot forward because you're not you're representing your brand through someone else's audience. But it's also important to remember that you're part of a, a media, like you're coming from a TV production, you're part of like their bigger picture. So unless you do something gloriously accidental but hilarious that you know on, on tv you're more likely you're just a part of their segment and there's lots of things to highlight so it's probably more important to you than to them but just relax stay calm and just know that you um you know your stuff and that's the most important thing to remember yeah and it, like you said just stay like i didn't think of that stay calm also you know be yourself I think that's really hard too sometimes because you do your research, you find out who's doing what you're doing, but you know, nobody can do what you're doing like you. Which is why they picked you. Exactly. You are the only one that can do what you do. You presented your, your expertise, that proof is in that pudding because they've researched you. Only you can do what they do, which is why you're there, which is why you're being interviewed, which is why you're talking to someone. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. 
This podcast is brought to you by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All in One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All in One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All in One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. Okay, so I've done my show. I've talked about my topic or I've done, I've answered the questions for a print media interview. Usually I would think if it's like a bigger print media, they're going to take pictures versus if, or you've given them pictures for it to use and it goes live. What is the next step in my PR journey here to keep it going? Yeah. So you need to brag as well. (laughs) Sometimes a lot of times clients don't want to, or anybody who's been on a podcast or even on a blog feature or anything like you need to brag. You have to remember that you need to implement your own PR. What does a publicist do for their client? They brag. So you need to do the same thing for yourself. So that's why having your social media already tapped into having your website set up with a press section or an about me section where you can showcase and leverage the media. So you want to definitely put it on your social media, talk about your experience, how excited you are, uh, where to find you, make sure you put the links. If it's a YouTube or a live stream, you want to put that link so that the views go up because you can use that later on in your journey as a business and include it in your pitch emails, depending on what you're pitching. Um, The other thing I would definitely suggest is take it and add it, send it to your email list. Like, Hey guys, I was recently featured on X, Y, Z, and this is what I talked about. So the people that are on your email list are either big fans of yours, just learning a little bit about you haven't really bought into you, but if they can see you or hear you and they like your personality or what you're talking about and can relate to you, they listen to it and they watch them and you start to continue to nurture that relationship. Right? So then they're like, Oh wow. They were featured on X, Y, and Z. It's in your email. So now you've given yourself more exposure. So those are the top two ways I like to do that. Also along with your social media, make sure that you add it into your evergreen. So don't just post it once and be gone. Post it, add it to your evergreen. I use SmarterQ. It'll post it on a cycle. So I don't have to think about it again. So it'll post it once in May, once in June or twice in June, whatever the case may be. So it's really, really valuable, really important for you to use your own platforms for your own exposure. I mean, that's why it's there. That's why you're asking people to like your page. That's why you're engaging with them, right? And building all this brand evangelism so that they can hear what you're doing, talk about you, see that you're an expert in your field and and hire you or buy your product. And just as a side note, guys, just to remind you what Evergreen is. Evergreen is your ongoing searchable content. So like she had said, if you're featured somewhere, you should be bragging about it on your website. So you you want to add it to your blog. You want to um, have that link. And so you want to keep sharing that because just because it aired once on TV or once from press and they're just kind of done with it because they have to move on 
doesn't mean it's done for you. And a lot of those places are going to keep them up for a long time because the number, one of the biggest ways that most local media makes their money is through their website views. So you're actually helping them and in return, helping yourself further prove your expertise. So make sure that you do what she just said, which is keep sharing that link by making that evergreen, that searchable, reusable content. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So a lot of our business owners work in their business versus having a lot of time to work on their business. And they usually rely on a staff and stuff to take care of things. Them, like they'll have someone that answers their phones or takes care of their books or actually is working side by side with them in their business. So at what point do you think hiring a PR person like yourself is important? Like at what point do you make that decision? You know, to be honest with you, if it's something that you can budget for, uh, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of companies don't necessarily have to budget for a month later. I actually offer smaller, not smaller, but more packaged PR services every month that corporate, co- like small business companies versus corporate or huge nonprofits don't necessarily need. Um, I would say as soon as you can get somebody on to kind of look at the overall strategy is optimal. Just because a lot of times when you're a business owner, you think of your business strategy. So you have your business strategy together, you know, your plan, your business plan, but it doesn't encompass all of the PR. PR is like, looks at the entire big picture. It'll help you set the ROI, come up with the objectives, the strategy, the tactics you're going to implement. So you're just not only doing the tactics, which is the fun stuff, right? Which is posting on social media, which is trying to pitch yourself. But what is the, why is the reason you're doing that? So if you're doing all of this and haven't sat down to do all of this um, in the beginning, which is identify your objectives for six months or 12 months, then you're just going to be spinning your wheels because you don't know how to measure it. I would say as soon as possible, um, there are some agencies or small business, like I'm a small business PR agency. I work with small businesses as well to help them work on their PR. So our monthly retainer is way less than a corporate client. I think it's also cool to think about with PR is we talked a lot about networking in the beginning of our, of our talk today. What's really great about working with a PR person is that they've already done all of the networking. So you don't, that's actually by working with somebody that it's like almost a whole step you get Mm -hmm. to skip. They've done all of the work to build connections with reporters, with producers, with um, a fellow public relations people who are always looking for, hey, do you know this person? Or, hey, I have this topic I need to fill this for and, and things like that. And so it kind of helps you in that sense, because while you probably might still want to network, whether it's through like your local networking group, like like your BNI or your, or your LATIP or whatever it may be, or maybe you um, are spending time online, like in a local Facebook group, or even just on your Facebook personal page, like your friend account, where you're talking to people and still building that network. Cause people are always going to have those random questions like, Hey, I'm looking for this. Or, hey, does anyone know anybody that does this and and things like that? And you're able to be that answer. But a PR person, their job is specifically there to help clients get seen in different publications, whatever tier it is that makes sense for your business. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we, I have spreadsheets that have like, you know, certain influencers on our podcasts and things like that. So you don't have to go out and do the work. A lot of times the the business owners are working on their business, but they, they do know that they need to get out there and get visibility. You know what I mean? So it does, it does help because I can say, Oh, this is a perfect fit for so-and-so's podcast or this person at this station that type of thing. So yeah, that definitely is a big plus. <laughs> For sure. So what are your closing final thoughts on PR and why it needs to be a part of an overall marketing strategy? You had talked about tiers and I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, layering your business and, and getting things started. So like the number one thing you have to have is a website and then from there, you need to make sure that you, know, you have your search engine optimized for it. So people are finding you in search, which is so important for local businesses. And then it's making sure you have, you know, a way to do lead capture on your website. Because what's the point of all the traffic, whether it be from social or from search, if you can't capture their information in some way, you know, then having that social media strategy as a part of it. And then I really feel like once you get to this point, in our, our tiers of, of, of marketing, besides having ongoing maintenance and, and posting and, and being present on different social channels and in your website and your blog and all that stuff, you really do need to have that PR piece to push your message. So what are your thoughts on PR as a part of a marketing strategy and kind of wrapping it all up in a nice bow? <laughs> Um, I think it's imperative to have it. Like I said, it really can help you understand um, other than just your basic business goals and from because you're hitting up different tactics and tackling different objectives. I also like to mention that PR is b- building brand trust and recognition. So you have to make sure that not only you're networking and, and you have your website and you have your product, but that you're showing up in the space that you want to be with and you're making connections as well. I think it's super vital. I, you know, whether you hire somebody part-time or somebody full-time, I think having that eye on your team and overlooking the entire business, the messaging and making sure that you're seen as an expert or your product is seen as the go-to product in your niche is, is vital. Awesome. All right. So if somebody wanted to find you and, and, and network with you online and maybe potentially hire, where would they go to start that process? Yeah. So you can find me at MoniJeffersonPR.com and all over social media at MoniJeffersonPR. Um, you can also find me in a couple of groups. I like to be in the social social media groups. You'll see me in there. A lot of the entrepreneurial groups as well. If you are interested in those specifically, shoot me a message and I'll let you know which ones are my favorite. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show to give us kind of a basic rundown of what PR is, how to get started and its benefits. I think that it's going to be really helpful for people who are trying to just get started with this PR, PR world since we're like 40 something episodes into the podcast at the time of this recording. We have not talked about this yet. So I hope that it's helped you guys with getting your message seen in a cluttered newsfeed and other people's cluttered newsfeeds as well. So thank you again for being on the show, Moni. It was really fantastic. I, your information was so, so helpful. 
Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. I hope that it it did provide invaluable information because that's my goal. All right, guys. I hope that you liked this episode today. If you did, if you can show us some love on whatever platform it is that you are listening, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, I would appreciate any positive reviews you can do. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.